हेलो फ्रेंड्स दिस इज द फर्स्ट एपिसोड ऑफ माय अर्थिंग पॉडकास्ट आई एम प्रिंस वागानी योर होस्ट एंड योर फ्रेंड दिस पॉडकास्ट एपिसोड इज बेस्ड ऑन क्यूबा क्यूबा इज इन न्यूज आफ्टर कोरोना आउटब्रेक ड्यू टू इट्स मेडिकल फैसिलिटी ड्यू टू इट्स ह्यूमैनिटी एंड इट्स डॉक्टर्स व्यू सो लेट एस टॉक अबाउट समथिंग अबाउट क्यूबा डू यू हैव वंडर what is the cuba's most lucrative export not tobacco or sugar but doctors listen healthcare professional to foreign government brings in around 11 billion dollars each year making it a bigger source of revenue than the caribbean islands tourism industry there are currently some 50000 cuban doctors working across 67 countries an army of white coats as the cuban officials call them but how did cuba an isolated authoritarian regime that suffers regular shortages of basic goods become a world leader in sort after medical experts why does cuba have such good healthcare cuba's medical export business has its roots in the years immediately after the 1959 revolution when rebel leader fidel castro oversaw the right wing dictatorship of Fulgencio Batista and established a communist regime universal healthcare and free education were fundamentals to Castro's project they were the two big investment of the revolution says Mark Keller a Cuba expert at the Economics Intelligence Unit so Cuba has really well educated population and surfeit doctors life expectancy life expectancy of on the island is higher than in the US and Cubans have almost more than the three times as many doctors per capita how do doctors serve cuba's international interest in the cold war years cuba began using its doctor as a diplomatic tool to overcome political isolation in 1963 a year after cuba was expelled from the organization of american state it sent its first medical mission abroad to algeria with 56 cuban replacing french doctors who had left the african country after it gained independence from france in 1962 the doctors helped cement a bond between two revolutionary countries and they maintain close relations even today the diplomatic benefits of sending doctors to developing country still helps Cuba in international relation for smaller african or caribbean countries who can't necessarily afford to pay for the doctors it gets them on cuba's side they will be more lenient towards cuba when they are under international pressure from europe and the united states to oppose it sending doctors abroad for humanitarian purpose is also great pr for the country cuban medics won praise in international media for the efficacy and commitment after Haiti's 2010 earthquake and during West Africa's 2014 Ebola crisis that helps to put a palatable force face on an authoritarian regime how does sending doctors abroad affect the cuban economy today it's not all about altruism when you have a very well educated population but also shortage of cash and goods 
you want to find a way to monetize it, says Keller. A few years after Venezuela had its own socialist revolution in 1998, the two left-wing countries entered into symbiotic relationship. Oil-rich Venezuela sends Cuba cash and subsidized oil shipment to the island in exchange for highly educated professionals, including not only doctors but also intelligent intelligence officials and sport trainers. 21,000 and 700 Cuban professionals are still working in Venezuela, official says. Despite the massive economic and humanitarian crisis it has been suffering for the last five years, Cuba's 2013 deal with then-President Dilma Rousseff made Brazil Cuba's second biggest customer. Brazil paid around 3,600 per doctor per month to the Cuban government, according to the Brazilian Health Ministry. With 8,300 doctors in Cuba before they were ordered home on November 14, that's around $360 million each year. Cuba has recently signed deal with Algeria, Kenya and Uganda to trade cash for doctors. What it is like for the doctors? Where Cuba get badly needed cash and foreign countries get badly needed medical expertise. The doctors themselves have an equally clear intensive incentive to work abroad. Cuba's monthly minimum wage is around $25, rising to around $50 for doctors. In Brazil, even with the Cuban government taking most of their salary, they were still getting about $1,000 a month. A life-changing sum for the families, according to Keller. There are consumer goods shortages. That means a lot of products are only available in dollar-only stores. He says. So, if you have a family member abroad who is earning dollars, you will live totally different life. The working conditions for Cuban abroad, though, are not always easy. They are rarely welcomed by local doctors who view. The Cubans as a way for local authorities to avoid addressing fundamental problems and shortages in domestic healthcare system. The Cuban government keeps tight grip on doctors. In 2017, they tightened the restriction on doctors working in Brazil, banning them from taking Brazilian medical exams and compelling pregnant women to return home to Cuba after 22 weeks of pregnancy to prevent the child from being born in Brazil and getting Brazilian citizenship. Are there any rumbling of dissent? Not all the doctors working abroad are happy with the arrangement. In 2017, some 150 of those in Brazil filed lawsuit in local court, challenging the agreement and attempting to break from the Cuban government to practice independently in Brazil. On November 29, several more doctors filed claim against PAHO, arguing that the UN agency has made around $73 million of the Cubans' work and supported conditions that violate international laws on forced labor. Around 2,000 Cubans will stay on in Brazil in defense of the government, a Brazil diplomatic source told. The dispute between the Bolsonaro is a reminder that ideology will always weigh heavily on Cuba's international relations. I have uh, some figures that uh, says that uh, 
it's one of the maintaining Cuba has to offer to the world. It's been exactly 55 years since the president Dwight the Eisenhower State Department imposed the first trade embargo on Cuba on October 19, 1960. The original embargo covered all US export to Cuba except for medicine and some foods. President John F Kennedy expanded the embargo to cover US import from Cuba and made it permanent on February 7, 1962. Although relationship between two countries warmed this year, the embargo is still in place and act of Congress is required to remove it. The origin of the embargo go back even further to when Fidel Castro came to power January 1951. He quickly lost American support as he publicly publicized uh, privately and uh, companies and imposed heavy taxes on the imports from the US in the first year of Castro's regime. US trade with Cuba decreased by 20%. Just before the US imposed the embargo, Cuba made another jab at the Yankee imperialist. In the single night, Castro's cabinet nationalized 382 businesses including 105 sugar mills, 13 department stores, 18 distillers, 61 textile factories, 8 railways and oil banks. So this was all about Cuba and America's relationship. But in the next podcast, I will talk about the history, some brief history to the Cuba and America's relationship. Thank you guys for listening this podcast. I hope that you enjoyed this podcast. Signing off and we'll see you in the next episode. Till then, stay safe, stay home and fight the corona. Thank you guys.